Hello everyone. Join me, a small medium at large, as we explore the world of spirit, energy, tarot, mediumship, psychic abilities, angels, oracles, paranormal activity and basically anything downright spooky. If any, some or all of those things interest you, then you've come to the right place, my friends. I'm Melanie Mahmood and welcome to the Spirit Level Podcast. And welcome to episode nine of the Spirit Level podcast. Well, spring has definitely sprung here in sunny Utterbridge. The crocuses are pushing through and I have definitely started to feel the energy change. I absolutely love springtime because it's so full of promise and positive growth. And I've got all this energy and want to get into action. It's also spring cleaning time so it's time to purge the home of all the debris physical and psychic of the winter and get it out of the house and get that positive energy in and did you know that this dates back to ancient Persia on the first day of spring which heralds a total change of everything in their tradition they change their clothes new for old they get rid of all the old stuff out of the house and they completely change the energy and this is something that's obviously permeated through throughout the world. So get clearing out. Coming up on this week's episode in Crystal Corner, the featured crystal this week is Hematite. There are some more of your questions. This week's guest is life coach extraordinaire Amanda Parnell. In Time for Tarot, the featured card is the Strength card. And we have another competition for you to enter for the chance to win an amazing prize. So... Off we go. Today's Crystal Corner is all about iron oxide, which we know as hematite. And if you've never seen hematite before, it's a dark grey colour, looks like metal, but it actually looks like solid mercury. But the planet associated with hematite is actually Saturn. So that's the energy of Aquarius and Aries. Its name comes from the Greek for blood and was actually once believed to stop bleeding. And it has been identified as a pigment in prehistoric cave paintings, in art in the pyramids and was used by the Native Americans as war paint. So it's been around a long time. It's very popular in jewellery, but it's really quite heavy and dense. And it is a heavy and dense energy linked to this crystal. It shouldn't be worn every day because of that. And it can be cut, so hence the reason why it's used in jewellery. And the best cuttable sources are actually Cumbria and the northwest of England, Germany and Elba in Italy. But larger seams of other sources of hematite are in Canada, the US, Brazil, Norway and Switzerland. Often magnetic due to the metal content inside of the crystal, it's actually thought therefore to spiritually magnify personal magnetism. It improves confidence and self-esteem and it's a very grounding stone so it removes excess energy and protects the soul and is particularly useful for astral travellers as it returns the soul back to the body if that's what you're into. 
it's a very strong gem and shouldn't be used for long periods of time or where there is any physical inflammation or inflammatory conditions because it's very young in energy. So it will add to any conditions of excess. So metaphysically, it will increase personal courage and willpower. It's particularly good for the study of maths and any technical subjects. But on the physical level, its physical benefits are anything to do with blood issues, so any menstrual conditions, circulatory conditions, leg cramps or nervous disorders. So that's hematite, and next time we're going to be discussing iolite. Okay, so it's time for questions from you, my lovely audience, and we have a question this week. Mr M, what is it? Thank you, Mel. Hello, everybody. Just the one question this week, Mel. It comes from Richard in Doncaster. His question, I don't think I've had any spiritual experiences, for example, ghosts, although like everybody, I presume we all get that gut instinct or feeling when around a person or a situation or a feeling or a memory of a lost loved one. For example, a taste or a smell. Is that because I am not susceptible to spirits or is it all a matter of training and personal development? We love the podcasts. Keep them coming. Oh, thank you, Richard. Um, It goes back to what uh, I think I've mentioned it before about the difference between being psychic and mediumship. Uh, The difference is that we are all psychic to some level uh, or another because it is that gut feeling that you're talking about. It's that instinctual response to a situation, a person or a thing. Uh, And we've all got that. Um, But mediumship and seeing spirit or experiencing spirit, um, I think there has to be an element of you've got to be born with that to a certain extent. But it's it's like anything, it can be trained But I know people who are not particularly spiritual, who have had experiences and seen full-form apparition ghosts. Um, It's just something that you decide to do or not do. It's either your thing or it isn't. Um, But I think most definitely we've all got the psychic ability, but um, the mediumship is something that you are born with. You've you've got it or you haven't, but it is something that you can train up if, if there is the slightest skill there i hope that answers your question thank you for your for your lovely compliments and i hope you do enjoy this week's episode thank you mel and i echo that uh, thank you richard for your question and i hope you and the family are enjoying the uh, the podcast if you'd like to get in touch with us here's how to do so Thank you to everyone who's submitted a question. There are a number of ways you can get in touch with us. You can get in touch with us via email. Our address is thespiritlevel22 at gmail.com. On Facebook, on groups, search for The Spirit Level. On Twitter, search for thespiritlevel.co.uk. Our Twitter handle is at thespiritlevelu, which is a capital U. On Instagram, search for Melanie Mahmood. And in addition, there are a number of resources for you to download and access on our website, totally free of charge, on www.spiritlevel.co.uk. We look forward to hearing from you. Today's little 
chat is with a very inspirational lady. She is a life coach extraordinaire. She's had every job you can possibly think of. Um, Between you and me, she is directly responsible for giving me the confidence and drive to create the very podcast you're listening to. She wears a lot of hats. She is a mum. She's a carer. She's a gold-plated motivator. And God bless her and her patience, she's my line manager in my day job. But last but by no means least, she's my dear, dear friend. It's Amanda Parnell. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. Yep, really excited to be chatting today. The reason that I've asked you to come on, Amanda, today is because you're so good at at helping motivate me. And there are a lot of worried and anxious people out there. And it's not just because of COVID-19. And I just kind of wanted to share with, with our listeners what you've been doing to help keep yourself positive and motivated in these extraordinary times. And what would be your go to tips to lift your mood when you're really down in the dumps? Well, I think last year was um, very challenging for a lot of people, if not all of us. And um, I think on reflection of last year, I feel hugely grateful for the things I have got in my life and the things that have kept me going. And they're very simple things. But um, yeah, gratitude is always my starting point, really. Um, this year, um, I've decided to set myself a few challenges, I think, to be motivated. Um, it's always good to challenge yourself. So I set myself a few challenges for the year. And I wanted to start the year off on the right foot and start off as I mean to go on. And I've since re- think I've achieved quite a lot already in this month. And my plan is to do exactly the same for every month throughout the year. So that's like having individual goals, is it? So like setting yourself a little project or a task? Yeah, I'm not, I don't believe in um, uh, like New Year's resolutions or giving up stuff. I think it's, um, I think if you're in a place of deficit, then you're on the back foot from the start. But I love the fact of challenging yourself and doing something you've not done and trying something new, um, getting excited about something. You can probably hear it's quite, you know, it excites me to do new things and to step out of your comfort zone. That's my phrase this year. Get out of your comfort zone and try something new. You're absolutely right. I think at the minute you tell me I can't have something, then even if I don't want it, I want it. So it's... <laughs> I think that's yeah, a good mindset and a twist and turning things around, really. So yeah. um, these these strange and wonderful times that we've been going through have thrown up a lot of issues for people, both both at home and in the work and the careers, but in relationships in general, I think. So what advice would you give someone who's feeling a bit powerless or stuck in a situation at the minute? Um, I think for me, it's all about self-awareness, really. And I think a lot of us don't check in with ourselves very often so my first thing would say take some time out to check in how you're actually feeling Mm. um I think for those people who are full-on and you know in the midst of everything and really busy do you need a rest do you need to stop and take time out for you or similarly if you've been in a state of rest or or um feeling a bit stuck maybe what action what one action can you take to start things moving one thing can be the little pigeon step it takes to propel you onto bigger things and I think that by taking any form of action whether it's to rest or do something either or I think just taking that action be quite can be quite empowering it's very difficult though isn't it sometimes especially when you're busy to to feel that it's okay to take that time out and that step back 
It's, yeah, I, I feel quite passionately about it because I know that lots of people don't do it. And that's one of my life's missions, really, to help people to maybe even allow themselves just the time to think about themselves or what they need. That bit of headspace just to get some perspective, I think, brilliant advice, brilliant advice. So now, as you are well aware that I am a crazy crystal lady, and I know that you are too. So what is it about crystals and stones that you, you are particularly drawn to? What do you love about them? I love this question because it takes me back to when I was younger. Um, I grew up in the countryside, so we was always out in rocks and fields and, you know, in nature. And I was very, um, it it feels like it's the the core of my being. Um, I know we've joked before that to reset me, you have to put me somewhere green. And I think I've got an affinity with that kind of natural side of me. Um, I think alongside that, my dad growing up had had a crystal set all different stones and crystals and I was so fascinated and he'd only get it out occasionally and he'd open the lid the the lid to the box and I just remember going you know feeling so excited and seeing lumps of fool's gold and all these different rough crystals and I think from a really early age I was I was hooked I've I've had the privilege of seeing that set that your dad had, and it is uh, very covetable. I would be absolutely delighted to uh, to own it myself. Uh, so, what would you say are your three favourite and go to crystals, and, and what would you use those crystals for? Um, I don't know if I have three favourite. I know it's I, so I hard. It's so hard. Yeah. Question. I I do. I try to be really organic when I choose working with crystals or just being around crystals. And I I do let myself go to what I'm drawn to. Very often, most occasions, I'm drawn to rose quartz, as you know. Um, Again, that probably links to what I'm I'm into, self-care, self, you know, people looking after themselves, taking time out for themselves. Um, Yeah, for me, it's um, it just feels really important. Um, currently I've been, um, I've been drawn to citrine recently. That's quite interesting. I've been looking into it a bit and, um, it might be to do with the creativity that's, uh, that I'm, I'm looking at at the minute. What I need creating to. Creating abundance and bringing in new opportunities. Yeah. I totally see why you're drawn to citrine at the minute. Yeah. And I think the only other one for me is, um, clear quartz. And when I tend to use crystals, I tend to also have clear quartz at the same time or, or any kind of clear quartz. Yeah. So I, I tend to just go with how I feel on the day, what I'm drawn to and what feels like it resonates with me at that time. Fantastic advice to, to any crystal uh, users out there. So I always ask our, our guests if they could recommend a book which has had a massive impact on them. And that can be either spiritually, emotionally, can be fiction, can be nonfiction. It can be anything but it's got to be one that's kind of really helped change their perspective somehow. So what would be the book that you would recommend that, that did that for you? Oh, this is a brilliant question. There's so many books. Um, it was really hard to choose one, actually, because I think books throughout the whole of my life have, have had really important meanings at different times. But I think one that um, what um, really impacted on me was by the great author Louise L. Hay. Um, it's a book that I go back to now, and it's um, You Can Heal Your Life. For me, it taught me it taught me more about um, affirmations and the importance of self-love and self-care um, and how affirmations can bring change and how your thoughts, changing your thoughts can bring change in your life and how your thoughts can impact on your physical health. 
Um, it's a huge subject, meta- metaphysical health, and one that I'm really interested in. But yeah, that book for me, I, I, I go back to it often. It's it's one of the classics, I think, isn't it? And uh, obviously, um, Hay House was developed out of, of just that very first book. So uh, yeah. that's brilliant. So when you're um, doing your life coaching or your career coaching, how can people um, get in touch with you? What do you do? How can you get them motivated and helped in their situation? Um, I think for the for the immediate future with um, our, our current pandemic state, um, I'm looking at working with people who have maybe been shaken up by this experience and maybe have had to make some changes in their life. I think with anything where shift happens without us making that decision, it throws up lots of questions for ourselves, such as what do I really want in my life? What what would I really do in an ideal world or what can I do now? And I'm really looking forward to working with people to help them discover what they really want to do. I know you and I have worked in the past and I, I just can't wait to work with people to help them find, you know, hopefully this will be a, a turning point for people in their lives to to go off and do great things. So out of out of a bad situation, good things can come. Absolutely, and um, and as I said in the in the beginning of the interview, you you certainly helped me um, put some focus into what it was that I wanted to do, and we're now doing it. So uh, I can't I can't recommend you highly enough. So if you <laughs> want to get in touch with Amanda, she does have a website. If you look up Amanda Parnell, life coach, you'll be able to find her. And thank you so much for joining us today, Amanda. It's been absolutely brilliant. You're an amazing motivator. And I'm just so happy and delighted that we're friends and I get to work with you all the time. So thank you very much. Thank you, Mel. So now's the time to continue our journey into the tarot. So here's time for tarot and on today's episode we are going to be looking at the strength card. So card number eight in the major arcana and invariably in the Rider Waite deck and most other decks that I've ever seen the tarot card for strength shows a woman and a lion with a woman looking calm and gentle but totally dominant over the lion and strength predicts the triumphant conclusion to any major life problem, situation or temptation through strength of character. And I don't mean brute physical strength or that kind of aggressive strength. It means strength and confidence in your own core. So it can be kind of a passive, just knowing strength. And that's why I kind of like this card, because it's subtle as well as being quite strong. It's a very happy and positive card if you're fighting illness or recovering from injury. And it can also, because it's got a lion on it, can mean dealing with a Leo or another fire sign. In an upright position, it means confidence. It means enjoying power, inner strength, virility, vitality and potency. And on the flip side, the upright side, it means the exact opposite. So it's self-doubt, being a bit vain. But the ruling planet is the sun. So anything relating to the sun means energy and warmth and just in general, a powerful, powerful card. So that's strength. Join me next episode when we will be examining card number nine, the hermit. (laughs) 
Okay, so it's competition time. Well done to Sheila, who correctly identified that heliotrope is another name for bloodstone in last week's competition. Well done, Sheila. I'll be sending your prize out to you this week. This week's competition prize is an amazing personal numerology report done by me, which details with amazing accuracy your personality traits, your life and soul path, and also provide you with lucky numbers to use in the future. So if you would like a chance to win this amazing personal report, please email your answer to this week's question. Make sure you get it to us before Friday the 19th of March, where we'll be closing the competition at 6pm. And this week's competition question is, Stephen Smith has been a previous guest on the show, but what is the name of his yoga and mindfulness company? So Stephen Smith has been a previous guest on the show, but what is the name of his yoga and mindfulness company? Email us the answers to that question and like I said, get it to us before 6pm on Friday the 19th of March for a chance to win this amazing prize. Entries by email, please, to thespiritlevel22 at gmail.com. Well, that's it for episode nine, folks. A big thank you to Buzzsprout for hosting us. Our thanks to the people at Orphonics and Audacity for their technical help. A massive thank you to Amanda for being on the show. To my beloved husband and producer, Mr M, for his help and continual support. And a massive thank you to you listeners, wherever you may be, for your continuing support and messages. It really does gladden my heart. Thank you so much. Please subscribe and review our podcast. Your feedback will help us improve massively. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and CastBox or via your podcast provider. Until next time, love and light to you all. Bye.